Welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming site where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. This is episode 30. I am Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, we have Casey Cool. Hello. And Sean the Spoolman. That's me! Oh, hello Ooh. there. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome <laughs> I back. am back. Shelby, my bad on the intro. I changed it to site when I was updating our website this week, and I know it's usually said podcast, <laughs> so we will change that at a different time. That was just a special <laughs> intro for everybody. Yeah, I just hadn't, I wasn't used to reading it. I saw it, I'm like, okay, let's, let's do this. Hey, man, you are Ron Burgundy. I'm, I'm Ron I'm, Burgundy. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great time. You know what? We have a site up. It's, it's live. It's happening. Sean the Spoolman just got a uh, new apartment. Congratulations! I to did. You. you the viewers can't see it, but you guys can see it. Oh, I can see mm-hmm. it. I can see it, and it's all in its glory. So, I mean, when you moved in, did you get like yourself a housewarming present? Uh, yeah, I went to IKEA. If that counts, you know, a little Ugh. Bed Bath and Beyond. Who knows? Who knows? Ooh, <laughs> it's just so busy. There's so much, so much to do. What did you get over at uh? What did you get over at Ikea? Uh, I got a TV stand and a bookcase and then some other little knickknacks Great and stuff. Great word. Great word. Ooh, knickknacks. Is that, is that like, are you decorating or are you going with, did you pick out your theme yet? Yes. Sean? It's white and natural wood. The The coffee table behind me, I built myself and my desk that I'm using, oh. I built myself like a month or so ago. Remember I was working on that. So that's the theme. It's kind of like white, natural, and then I guess silver. So when are you going to update your TV? Let's let's have a real conversation. <laughs> this before we started the podcast, I was talking about my TV is a 720p TV. I think it's 33 inches. Uh, no, it's got to be bigger than that. It's got to be 37. I'd say it's maybe low 40s. It's probably like 37. Yeah. It's 720p. I've had it since I think 2009 when I first moved to Los Angeles. And I got it for like $300 from Best Buy or Fred Meyer. I just needed a TV. And was like, oh, 720p, that's good. Yes. Back then, it was like, not, I think 1080p existed at that time. It was just like, out of my price yeah. range. Yeah, yeah so it's like 4K or whatever. Are you saying that your uh, computer monitor is bigger than your television? Is that what I'm hearing? It's not bigger, because I think my computer monitor is 27 inches. Oh, okay. Now, but it is faster. And but how, many is, your, how many monitors do you have? Uh, I have three monitors now because I have my old two, and then I have my new fancy big one. Okay. Listen, those are my priorities. Okay. I just watch the TV. I don't need it to be crisp. I just need it to be. You know, I don't watch sports. I don't watch sports ball. I don't need. I don't need smooth st- and deep black. Real talk. I was trying to convince him to take all my old DVDs. Were you really? I was. I was like. I was like. I said, F no, and I already got rid of a bunch when I moved back from Canada. he was bragging about it, and I was like, oh, sweet. I know he would love these movies, and he's like, no. I'm like, oh, never mind. Because well, our other fr- our friends were like, oh, you're going to get, because I sent a picture to my friends of like, kind of like all the organizing stuff I was going through, and they were like, oh, you're going to get judged for your like boomer DVD collection, and I'm like, no, I only have classics left, and that's Lord of the Rings. Uh, What else? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Lord of the Rings is the main one. Oh, yeah, it was like Anchorman and... off Or not Office Space. Um, Anchorman, a bunch of other kind of like I, Will Ferrell movies only, and stuff you're like you're only that. continuing to date yourself as you talk about yeah. the classics, by the way. <laughs> I, I might bring him season one or two of Chappelle to have. That's about it. That, that might be That my feels mind. like it would fold <laughs> right into that cl- collection, by the way. But I'm just... I think I've talked about it before. I'm just not a re-content mm-hmm. consumer. So, like, I... 
once I've watched a movie or a TV show once, I usually won't go back. and re- I'll watch movies sometimes, like Lord of the Rings. I'll go back and watch every few years. I'm not someone that can watch it like over mm. and over and over again. Um, but same thing with music or TV shows, like people that watch The Office like 15 times. I'm like, how? I mean, it's great. I'll watch clips or I'll watch like an episode if it's on TV, but I'm not going to be able to go back and just watch. I'm like, there's so much content and things I want to see. Or put, same with games. I want to play, you know, like... Like, what games are you playing I right now? I say that, but then I'll play RimWorld. Still God, man. <laughs> wow. To WoW came out to the WoW pre-patch. <laughs> yeah, so how did you get tricked back into WoW? Let's talk about that. I feel like we're having an intervention for Sean. I play WoW at every expansion except for Pandaria, I think. Which is the worst one, arguably, right? Uh, that and... I don't know. A lot of people didn't like Cataclysm. People did Oh, Warlords of Draenor. That was the one that everyone's like... Yeah, Mur. yeah. I thought it was kind of fun. It did some new cool stuff. So what's but... making you play WoW this time? What's what's the catch? I made a Zandalari Paladin. Okay, your troll paladin. But the the level squish and the fact that you can now um, supposedly level up real quick. I haven't messed around the bait or anything, but supposedly, because max level now, everyone that is max level at this moment got squished down to level 50. Um, so everything now scales da- or scaled down um, with the new expansion. When it comes out, there's no release date now. They they pushed it. Um, but when that comes out, then the max level will be 60 again. Um, so everyone's health, every all that kind of stuff got squished back down to like like you're, I'm only hitting for like 150 damage. I think on my like max level, my level 50 guy right now. So versus thousands and thousands or whatever it was before this patch, but so it's just different. What was the old level? One ten or one twenty. One twenty was so maximum. Down to half, and then sixty is the original level. in, in wow, and yes, I'm, I'm curious why they made in the vanilla. switch. Yeah, well, vanilla is really popular. I know that right now because I think if they went up to level one thirty. It's kind of an awkward level, but also just, like, the numbers and stuff would just be getting more and more ridiculous, right. like, with every expansion. They already did, like, a stat squish a couple, like, in Cataclysm or Legion, one of those expansions. They they did a stat squish where they brought all the stats down to, like, no, but it, it just constantly gets bigger and bigger. And it's, like, harder for people, I think, to get into. And it's, like, I think at the end of the day, they just sat down and, like... No one wants to make new characters anymore because you have to level 120 times or whatever. Yeah. No one really wants to level. Let's be real. I want to be. I want to get to my level, but I don't want it to take me three months or longer. Now they've really taken in their phasing and their kind of like skate, like auto scaling. So now what you can do is they really take on Chromie and the like time dragons. Basically, can now. Um, you can go level in whatever expansion you want. Say you loved Burning Crusade. You can go level in Burning Crusade stuff. You can go level in Wrath of Lich King. And you can start from level one in those areas. I think actually level one, oh. I think level one you actually start in, there's a new unified starting zone called like the Exile Lands mm-hmm. or something like that. But once you get to like level 10, you basically can choose um, in this new system which of those expansions you want to kind of level in. And you can switch them at any time. But it just kind of throws you in, and all the mobs are scaled down to your level, and it's like so. If you miss an expansion like Pandaria or whatever, you can go do that stuff and level through that. That's cool. So, do you, how long do you think you'll stick with the game? Um, if the leveling is pretty quick, I will um, probably get this paladin to max level because supposedly to get to level fifty, it only takes like instead of however many hours it was, like seventy-two hours or something like that of like game game play now it only takes like eight or nine supposedly 
which to me i'm like oh i can totally do that like i'll do that because i'm not a grinder i hate grinding and stuff um but if if that turns out not to really be true i'll probably just wait until the expansion comes out and just play my max level demon hunter or druid yeah do you think you're gonna pvp or pve do some raiding I usually do a little bit of PvP, but the PvP in WoW is, like, too samey after a while. I'm not a dueler, and they don't have enough variety of maps for, like, Warsong, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, if you really like Capture the Flag, all you have is Warsong to do. Really. Right, right, right. You right, know, and it's yeah. the same map over and over. I'm like, why? that always bothered me of, like, why can't they make, like, three or four at least of the same game type, game mode, but different maps for it? But... Right, because they have, like different battle versions if you're not familiar i know shelby's not like they have arcturic valley that was like 40 on 40 so it was like on this huge map and you'd interact yeah. with the map and then there's arathi basin which is like uh hold the uh, base fight for resources type thing like yeah not king of the hill but like yes it's like yeah i it's, forget what you call ca- capture point capture point Domination, yeah. yeah yeah and then uh then there's a couple others but yeah Warsong, but they only had arathi one map basin. for each of those modes so if you really like capture the flag you only ever got to play the same map over and over and over right. and over and, and over song, again. Warsong Gulch, when I was on the Warlord grind, I have many hours in the Gulch. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm surprised you're playing it. I, I, I'm i getting hyped hearing about it, and part of me is like, the dark darkness in me is like, come back to the nether. Come back. I re-upped for a month. I haven't bought I haven't bought the expansion yet, because, they're again, they, they withheld the release date. Or they push the release it back, so I'm like, I'll just do a, I'll sub for a month with this new leveling system and stuff, and see how I enjoy it. And you know, I'm only out 15 bucks or something. If I'm like, oh no, this isn't very fun. But wait, how much is the expansion? The expansion is 40 for the base game, but I I re-upped my sub for a month for 15 or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I could if I could sub right now and then play with everybody. I'd be interested at 50. If that's the case, like if I could play in game with everybody right now, I'd be interested. But I got so much on my backlog, dude. That's why we started this podcast. I got. What's your highest level character? Uh, hundred ten. Okay, so you would probably be like level forty or something, forty five. Yeah, 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 I'd be. I... And if leveling's as fast as you said, I could be sixty real quick. You know, with our group of friends, it's always like one one or two people start playing, and then everyone they start talking about it and hyping it up to everyone else, and then it just spreads like a virus. <laughs> like a virus. There's always these grandiose ideas. Oh, we're all gonna we're all gonna play together. We're all gonna do things together, and no one ever plays. I just together play by myself because they they say, yeah, I'll play with you, like this and that, like. Our friend Chad would play with us, but yeah. everyone else makes promises and doesn't volunteer. So quit trusting those. Because they're all better than us. I actually had that happen to me just a couple days ago. It was, uh, it was <gasps> Mr. Mr. Casey. He was like, "Hey, yeah, let's get on and play Spellbreak, guys. Let's do it." <laughs> and then sports ball got in the way, and he'd rather watch the Sea Chicken Hawks play rather than play a little Spellbreak. With his boy. I hear he he likes to play like two or three games and then he gets tired. And no, my wife wanted to hang out, so I you know, and it's also <laughs> a work night. But we played for an hour last night. True. Spellbreak is your hotness that you're trying to get everyone on. I downloaded it finally last night, but I haven't even loaded it up Here's yet. The thing. We can all play on whatever device we want. It's cross console. It's free, and it's fun. What about on my phone? Right. Not on your phone. Sorry, okay. it's not cross. So not every device. Yeah, yeah. touche, touche, salesman. <laughs> it was Shelby. How, how do you feel about the game? Um, I don't want to break your little heart. No, go ahead. Be honest. I uh, I wasn't crazy about it. I oh. th- I didn't think that the accuracy of the spells were was very tight. It felt floaty to me. 
Um, it felt really floaty, which which it's that's tapping it's tapping into what it's trying to do, right? Because I mean, you're a wizard, you float, you got you know elemental powers. Yeah, kind of quake mm-hmm. vibes to me because you know quakes about jumping and boosting. So when I was watching people, a lot of people that do a lot of kills are using certain spells mm-hmm. where they're in the air for a long time and they're busting away, and then they're just over you. Yeah, and they're shooting you. That's where you want to be. Yeah, because people don't look up. Right, people don't look up. I was playing today with Wind. I played a couple games, and I, I was like, you know, our buddy Chad was like, oh, Casey, he is horrible at this. Care, I have to carry him. <laughs> so I wanted to go, and I got like four exiles. I had a really good game. I was being really aggressive, but I was using the jump, and I was just playing You above. really got those bots. Way to get those bots, dude. No, there are people. <laughs> I went solo, so if you go solo, and I think once you start leveling up, you start playing like more players that are higher tier, possibly. More bots. Nope, more Here's bots. The thing. I think it's a fun endeavor to play with your friends. I if like if if it was just something that everybody wanted to play once a month, yeah, it's cool. And the fact that it's free is awesome. And they're actually putting in another patch. There's gonna be a nine v nine mode. Nine v nine. What is it now? Uh, it's battle royale. And then there's squads, which yeah, are about three. How you many can be three man. Uh, about fifty. Gotcha. That's the, that's like standard. But nine v nine would be interesting because you're basically your wizards, and there's you can pick your class is basically what kind of magic you are, right? Like fire or ice, or you pick yeah. a gauntlet, and then you can you can find secondary gauntlets, and then the mad. So the other thing that was interesting, I thought I saw Shelby get kind of like, oh, the the pairings of the magics play off really well with each other. I think that's cool. Did you ever play the game Magica? Mm-hmm. No. Do you know of Magica? Mm-hmm. It's like really silly. It's made by um crap. Who makes it? Um, anyways, but in that you play as a wizard and you, it has co-op and stuff like that, but you have all the different elements, but you can, depending on how you, what order you cast them in, um, it'll make different spells. So if you like combine fire and water, it'll make steam stuff. You can make laser beam if you combine the beam spell with like stuff like that. And that has a lot of this in it. Like, like the spell break, you have like two casts that you're able to do two different elements and you're able to combine them and kind of play with them. So the one that I was playing with was like... Uh, gas and and it was like acid and ice, ice. so you'd like throw oh. a gas bomb and then you hit it with ice and it would become like a crystallized um poisonous rock almost and you could you could hide behind it and then if someone broke into it it could the gas would hurt him the thing we learned um cool. because the toxic powers is a dot you can hurt your own teammates so shelby shot me at the beginning and i was like oh good this is a good start i would I would do. I think guy. I'll. Do, get I'll do wind and toxic and be like the fart master, fart man. So there is no. That's a really good combo. Like if you do the the special for the wind <laughs> is a tornado and you throw a gas bomb into it, it makes it a toxic tornado, and so yeah. it sucks people in and they're stuck in it. Fire and wind's really good. Uh, there's a lot of really cool combos. It it's fun to play. Like we were having fun. That was the thing too. Like if I wasn't so I was playing like trash, but I think if we played more, it'd be more exciting and i think the other thing i like about it is the like the loot aspect of like oh if we drop we can maybe get some legendaries like i had a game where i dropped and i got a legendary belt and then that game i got second place because i was how do you drop in is it with a flying bus no you you pick a warp spot and you fly down to it and then you can drag where you fly to and then you basically Mm -hmm. land like a superhero in a marvel movie where you're like do you fly in as a group like an apex legends you're immediately split off into solos like you all, you all pick different drop zones. You try. Gotcha. We were trying to all drop in the same, and then you just basically uh. drop from the top. And but you're not um, linked together like an apex. Not in the same spot. Yeah, you can be close enough, gotcha. or you can spread out. Like one time, him and our buddy Chad 
flew really close to each other, and I flew straight into the desert because I knew there were these epic chests, and then I got looted up. I think looking for the Gerudos. Yes, there were definitely Gerudos there. It does. The art style also <laughs> reminds me of Breath it of the Wild. It definitely has Breath of the Wild themes. It looks like Breath it looks of the Wild. Kinda like it. I would say that my first love in terms of Battle Royale was Apex Legends. And I just really, oh, okay. yeah, I mean, Apex I got there early enough to where you could be semi-decent and get wins in when it was just like the servers were to the brim. Mm-hmm. So I kind of had that love of that game. And then eventually I would just get murked. Like I'd get to a point where it's like, oh, well, mm, this isn't going to work. When those college kids that have nothing better to do. Yeah, exactly. But play all is, a, is neat and it's free. It's hard to be. How's the monetization in it? Because it is. Free. Uh, we talked about this last week. So there is gold packages, but you oh, know, okay. every day there's like, oh, play with toxic and get 200 damage and you get 50 coins, right? So there's ways to make. Oh, income. Nice. That's good. I always appreciate that. Yeah, I like that too. And but like I was like, oh, the wizard package. And it's like 117. dollars I'm like, what is this wizard package entail? And it's like, do you want to buy? I'm like, no, I wanted to look at it. Like that was my whole thing. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you have to buy to look. Yeah, I was like, no, nah, I'll pass. But I'm saving up. You got to get those sweet skins, man. Get those sweet skins. But, you know, you unlock things over time with ranks and skin, too. Like, there's a, there's ways to unlock skins in the game by just playing, too. So, I like that. Yeah. I think if, if for our whole thing about respecting our time, the games are fairly quick. And I, I wish we could have played more. Monday nights are hard. But I would love, and I know Shelby works on, like, Saturdays. It'd be a really fun game mm. on, like, a Saturday night. Like, all right, fellas, let's do this. We might get some wins. We might get some Ws. Well, I do like the cross-play aspect because now that we're friends, that I'll be able to see when you're in the game, which is yeah. nice. And, like, if you, you can play it on whatever. That's the thing. Like, if you want to play it on PC, I... I, except, I, for, I except cell phones. Except cell phones because they're not real people. <laughs> I just really like that, and I want that to be our new dystopian future. The positive I take from this is that, hey, you can play video games on whatever yeah. device, though, with your friends. It's like, oh, okay, let's just pick your preference. You know? But, like, seriously, just give me that Harry Potter game that keeps being teased. Like, this feels like this will get me by, but give me that Harry Potter game, please. Well, speaking of magic, too, and Harry Potter, uh, you're also in a land of magic with Lotor still, right? The Shadow of War. How's that going? Oh, yeah. Middle of Earth Shadow of War is still the game I'm playing, and it got me. Oh, did it? It finally got good. me. It's good, it right? It took me like six or seven hours, but it got me, and now I, I can't stop thinking about it. It's on my brain all the time. It reminds me of the first one, because the first one, like the first area of the first one is kind of that same way, where you're like, okay, this is okay, mm-hmm. but... It's like not until you like get to the second area of the first one that you're like, oh, sh- now I can do all of this <laughs> stuff. I'm actually cool. Where in this one, it's kind of the same way. Once you start like unlocking like the orcs and goblins and that whole system and all that, it's really fun. Yeah, like it took me to the second area. I had to get into the third area to really be like, oh, this is awesome. Because in the first area, you can't even dominate, which is where I was last no. time. It's just like, okay, this is silly. I know I'm eventually going to be able to control these people. Just give, yeah. me, give me the juice. Like, I know you're going to give it to me. I played the first give the one. Juice. Give me the juice. You're not hiding <laughs> right? anything for it from me. Just give me what I want. So no, then yeah. after you get through that second area, you know, then they unlock the domination. And the fortress stuff is really interesting. How you can like, oh, yeah. take over the fortresses and um, basically take over the leader of each fortress and then move to a new land and have to do it all over. Um, this isn't really a spoiler, but like to get the true ending, Mm -hmm. because like you get an ending, but then to get the true ending, you had to like 
do fortress stuff and this whole fortress system for like a whole other like 20 more hours or something like that and then you got the true you got like a new true cutscene. i just watched it on youtube i was like okay i saved myself 20 (laughs) hours of grinding basically it's grinding so the one issue i do have with it is like when you find an orc that you want to dominate if you're not a higher level or equal level to that orc you can't dominate that Mm. individual so, like, I could oh, right. take on people five levels ahead of me and then, like, totally break them down, you know, use the different attributes that's on their on their character sheet to basically beat them, and then I can't dominate them. Yeah. Like, I got to choose to kill them or drop their level and banish them. It's just like, let yeah. me get this guy. Just let me start building that. Have uh, you – how's your challenge been coming along? Because remember, I, I set a challenge for you before you started that game. Yeah. <laughs> Have you broken some dude yet? Have you made him? A... So I actually got into that place where I had a level, an enemy that was higher than me, and I and I did that like three times. I'm like, I wonder if I have to be a higher level before it's going to work, and then I just stop. You got to do it like ten times or whatever, and eventually, the, eventually they're just like, oh, no, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. <laughs> so when you do this though, you need to connect your Xbox to our Twitter so you can upload that to our Twitter. I'm, I'm uploading on my Switch to our Twitter so we can start uploading cutscenes in there. But yeah, I want to see it. I want that. You gotta, you gotta break that orc. Yeah, break <laughs> that orc. The underpowered Twitter, not your personal. You, I mean, you could do your personal, but the underpowered Twitter would probably be better for the brand. We gotta do it for the brand. So, is the story any good? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely Lord of the Rings stuff. Like we're in a magical land doing magical stuff. Yeah. Is it Sean? You would know. Is this like after or in the middle? I asked them last time, and Shelby wasn't sure where it takes place. Um, this is a pre. This is a prequel okay. in Mordor. So it's before the. So it's a prequel to the movies. It's like when Sauron and them are kind of like just, I think, starting to gain power and things. So it's in between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Got it. Yes, basically. Okay, Okay. that's interesting. And you're just, and this is from the first game, but you're just a dude that lives in Mordor and I'm his just wife. a dude trying to be another dude. <laughs> it's because in Mordor, before, before Mordor was taken over by the orcs and Sauron, all the bad dudes, like just humans lived there. Oh. And it was like on the fringes, like the frontier. Like n- most people didn't want to live there, but, but yeah, he, his wife and kid get killed, you know, and then you go off on a big adventure with a ghost elf. I'm glad you're liking that, Shelby. Yeah, like you die, and then the ghost elf comes and lives in you, but you're alive, but not alive. <laughs> yes. And then ghost elf like created a ring, and the ring allows you to. It's, it's he's the elf that forged the original ring. Is this is this an allegory for, for- Jesus? His spirit lives in you, this kind of thing, the elf. No, it's not the Matrix. Uh, the Matrix? Oh, God! No, you have to play through and hear the commentary from the director in order to really understand it. Oh. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. That's good, I'm glad you're liking it. After this game, I fully expect you to go back to Sekiro. Uh, yeah, totally. Sekiro's definitely <laughs> on top of the priority list for Dude, me. Dude, I, I just want you to get that beat. You, not the priority, but you need to, like, that needs to be a project. You can't give up, Shelby. <laughs> We are professional game reviewers. We are professionals, but not that professional. I know. We are semi-pro. So, speaking of games on the backlog, you're playing Tales of Vesperia, correct? Yeah, I finally got to get to play it, even though Spellbreak always like catches my interest. So, you know, my son and I, we beat Paper Mario. I was going to have him do a review, but then my wife was like, Oh, protect my kid. Don't put him on the internet. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> have to respect that, I guess. Listen, hey. wife, the kid's already <laughs> yeah. on the internet. I'm sorry I got mad at you regarding our son's internet rights. Here's a charcuterie board <laughs> yes, to make it up to yes, you. Yes, yes. Here, sorry for ruining your possible content. That would have been hilarious because my kid is funny. 
But here's my olive branch in the yeah. formed of sliced meat and cheese and jam and jam. It was add apricot jam, which is my favorite. I say you let your son choose. You stand on one side of the room, and your wife stands on the other side, and he stands in the middle and see who he goes towards. Yeah, that won't scar him for life at all. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, no. pick your parents. And son. then you need to set up a laptop so Sean and I can try to convince him one way or the other. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, you guys. Well, you would be on my team, I'd hope. But anyway, Tales of Asperia. Uh, here's my issue with that game because i played the original version in 2012 right when it was on xbox 360 this is the definitive edition they've added a bunch of content to it but i'm sometimes like playing it i'm sometimes playing it and wondering did this happen the first time i played it (laughs) wait did i remember what is this am i having a berenstein bear moment like this never happened wait no no and i realized i liked online i'm like they added two characters one that was in the main story originally but they oh. added this whole other character that's like this little pirate lady. And it, it, so I was like, did I miss that? And then I was like, oh, no, okay. Because they put that on the special PlayStation version. It's fun. It's coming to Game Pass. Nice. So there's that. You have that and you don't have to invest into it. I would definitely say try it. I am still on the fence if it's a buy it. How long? Um, I want to beat it's it. It's long, isn't it? Because it's a JRPG. Yeah, it's like a 60-hour game. But, you know, with the definitive version, I, they had dad mode where it gives you th- these th- items where you can level up. And I've used them, and, like, I'm level 45 in a level 25 zone right now. So I'm just <laughs> flying. But I'm only doing that. I'm only doing that because I'm, I'm wanting to hear the story, and I want to get back to the point where I quit the game, which was about the halfway point on the 360. And I quit the game years ago because just life, something came up, not because it was a bad game. I have every intention. So can you de-level yourself once you get to that point? Oh, no. I'm just going to be strong. <laughs> I know. No. But the the scaling, like, you know, like, I'm only getting so much experience, right? It's not, it's going to yeah. be, it'll, it'll work itself out. That being said, it, it is very JRPG. It has a lot of anime tropes. I'm enjoying it. My son will sit down and watch and listen to it, like, when, because of the voice acting, so he can appreciate it, and there's nothing too inappropriate with that. Does it have any co-op? Yeah, it's, it's in multiplayer, because it's that battle arena, like, Tales of Symphonia. So, like, if I yeah. had you over or someone I, I wanted so. to show you, we could play a couple rounds. Like, I told you, he wants to be the annoying little kid with the axe. That's the character right. he wants. Right, okay, like, okay, okay. that's on brand. Okay. That's what I was wondering if he ever want, if he ever plays with you, yeah. uh, or if you don't let him. Well, I've got the new Joy-Con, so now I will let him. But I probably would make him play with the broken Joy-Con. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the news! <laughs> and... We're going to be talking about the big three. The big The big three news! The Joy-Con, dude. Joy-Cons are going to be cheaper, but not in America. In... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. This isn't in the States? This story feels very close to home to one of the hosts. Yes. So I just got new Joy-Cons, <laughs> and when I read that article, I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, oh, okay, I wouldn't, I would have been screwed either way. So uh, Nintendo is permanently reducing the price of Switch Joy-Cons in Japan. And hopefully we'll see this similar in the West. By... So go ahead, Sean. How much? Well, Nintendo, this is on Nintendo Life, uh, revealed that it will permanently be reducing the Joy-Con, and it's probably because they're getting sued all the time for it, too, and this is going to happen the 6th of November, again in Japan, it's going to 4,480 yen, and when you do the trans, uh, the, uh, what's the conversion conversion rate? Exchange. The exchange conversion, that's 42 bucks. So, usually Joy-Cons cost about 60, so that's a $20 drop. Really? Yeah. Because you're buying both, so they, I think they justify both as thirty. So now they're dropping both down to being uh, twenty-one, which I think is a more—it's a fair price. I wish they were just better devices. 
How much was it to replace a Wiimote back in the day? Wasn't it like 30? Did you ever have to replace one? Um, No. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So it was better in both ways. Yes, yes. The Pro Remote on the Switch is very good. I will say that. It's one of my favorite controllers of all time. The Joy-Cons have really good rumble effects, but they break after so many hours. Um, I, I really hope they do the right thing and make it cheaper here in America as well. Just got to sue them more. Wait, how's the replacement process? Yeah, just got to get a little sue happy, right? <laughs> yeah, got a little sue happy. Well, they, they have that lot, that class action lawsuit. And, you know, I'm still trying to get my um, my Joy-Cons like, sent in. Oh, I have a reply. <laughs> He's checking his email like, right I'm now. I'm just checking my email. <laughs> yeah i was like all right because it made me think of it this is great for the brand it's in a lot of when did they send this email this is how bad i am with my personal email four this was weeks Septem- ago uh, about september 22nd so <laughs> yikes okay they're like yes but you have to send I'm it in sure. the next week or you won't be able to do it <laughs> you know it's gonna be my ferris bueller moment me running down the street Nintendo's waiting on pins and noodles noodles that response pins and noodles sounds dangerously tasty noodles yeah, that's the name of my bet next my next video game is Pins and Noodles. <laughs> what kind of game is it? Platformer? I think it'd be uh, like a tabletop. Yeah, RPG. it's a platformer. It's like you you take the noodle and then you pin it somewhere and then you take the other noodle and you oh, make. Oh, I'm in. I'm investing. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Just just take all of your Jensen money and send it my way. Yes, I'll give. I'll pay you in Jensen crystals. <laughs> um, Again, I don't know if it's crystals or what their currency is. Because, again, I only played like an hour and a half. But I, I'm tempted. Jensen Impact Making It Rain is the title of our Dude, board. I think it made $100 million over the weekend or something. And I still don't even know what it is. Dang. In a, in a weekend? <laughs> yeah, it made over $100 million in the U.S. in two weeks. I'm sorry. Not over the weekend. Two weeks. So that's 50 mil a week. It's a game from out of China. Ooh, I don't game. play Chinese games. Jeez. Only half of the games in America are Chinese. Wow. Yeah. Any yeah. Tencent. Game. If you play, uh, yeah, Tencent owns everything. Remember. So I, I w- we talked about this game a bit. Um, I, it's on phone. It's on PS3. It's on PC. It's on Android. It's gonna come to Switch. I'm kind of holding off to come to Switch because when I played on my phone, my phone got really hot. But I, I am very interested in this. So we have a mobile reviewer, by the way, guys. This is coming to our website. It's my friend Enrique. He was bothering me and bothering me about doing game reviews. And I said, I have an idea. I'm going to tell you to play a mobile <laughs> game for a month just so he would leave me alone about it. And I give him random mobile games to play. I haven't given him this one yet. Currently, he's reviewing the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. And his text updates to me have been hilarious. So I'm excited to write that <laughs> review. That'll be our first uh, mobile moment with our monthly mobile uh, review with Eric Enrique. But uh, this game is Breath of the Wild. Uh, or waifu of the wild it's 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 insane dude what they're doing and it's a free-to-play phone game there is gotcha aspects that you can pay for for getting top characters I was say, sure free to play yeah. yeah is that why you download it to your phone so you could like log in and get your crystals every day <laughs> i haven't even touched it you know because i have so many other games i'm trying to get crystals in every day wow that sounds horrible <laughs> i'm just trying to get my crystals dude gotta get my chakras right <laughs> you know this game's totally up my alley though it's about elements it's got exploring you can go to anything in the game like there's there's peering it there's crystals it's got crystals right? oh, you love it that crystal that sweet sweet crystal i'm curious how many game of the years this will be i think this will be in a lot of people's top three if not their top game of the year because of because Whoa. it's so new and because of what it's doing um but you know i was talking to someone 
dude, that's dude, bold. Take that, Animal Crossing. Game of the Year is going to be crazy this year because as tw- 2020 has yeah. sucked. Gonna Animal Crossing is going to win. 2020 has sucked, it. but the games this year that have come out are banging. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Last of Us 2, Animal Crossing, this waifu in the wild game, Hades. Ooh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd throw Last of Us Two out there. Mm. Uh, well, if you're if you're a a uh, cute, what's it? What is it? That everyone hates Aquan. <laughs> Those guys. You a proud boy? Is that why you're afraid? It, it, no, it seemed to really come and go. No, not me. I just know a lot of people. Yeah, Last Last of Us Two seemed to really well, come and divisive. go. It seemed like it got in the headlines for about a week and a half, and then it was gone. There have been tons of good games this year. Final Fantasy VII, though, was big, too. There, but there's been a lot of good games, right? And I think you're right. I think a lot of people are going to pump the brakes on Last of Us 2. But I think this game is doing something for that free-to-play. Like, it's... it's yeah. You're like, oh, here's a free game, and we're still going to make a ton of money. Well, I mean, I was about to say, you know, free games are not normally in the top, top game of the year list, but that's not true. I mean, Apex, Fortnite... You know, there's PUBG. there's so many of these games uh, that have been free money. to play and have been huge. So this is a good variation on that. You know, I don't think anybody's really tackled it to this extent regarding like a gotcha game, um, kind of has those role paling elements, Adventure. JRPG. Like this could really be yeah. up there. But the question always is, will it? Does that? <laughs> the question is, after my brain breaks, um, how? quickly could it fizzle out quickly i guess is the question yeah what's its staying power well here's yeah. the thing with those games that are really hot i don't think any of them have ever made a hundred million dollars in two weeks we might need to we might need to fact check yeah. that yeah, pokemon but, go but what but okay, if you make a hundred dollar like, hundred million dollars in a weekend you're gonna read up into the game like there's more stuff coming guaranteed i i but i'm I, what i'm saying is games that make that kind of money that fast mm-hmm. They're, they they have a more of a staying power. I don't think they're like they're not a big thing. Like Candy Crush, probably doesn't make that in a week now, but it probably still makes good money. But I'm sure there's a time where it was making that every. Two I mean, weeks, uh, you know? I mean, you think about these games like that turned into oh, yeah. King, and then now King is a publicly cr- traded company. So I mean, Candy Crush made that entire organization. I mean, you could the same could be said mm-hmm. about Epic. Like Epic is built on the back of Fortnite. Like this could be the next right. one of those. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think that's what we're seeing. Let's talk about Microsoft for a second. Uh, there's a report here from Kotaku that reads, Report, Microsoft bringing Xbox Game Pass to iOS in 2021. So as you, if you're paying attention to the news cycle, turns out Apple is kind of having some issues with Epic. Uh, and this is kind of, so it's kind of been up in the air regarding what the iOS platform is going to be doing for gaming and other parties. Um, after that fallout, now what's happening is Phil Spencer is saying that they are going to be getting xCloud streaming onto an iOS device. And he basically mentions in an all-hands meeting via Microsoft that they're going to do it direct browser-based solution. So I think he just plans on running it right through a browser on an Apple device, which would essentially make it so you could play Xbox Game Pass on any one of the Apple devices, which I was pretty excited. I about. imagine that would buy, and I don't know if it says it in the story. I imagine that would bypass have, having to sell or split with the App Store would, if they're going through the browser. Yeah, you I know? would imagine. I would imagine. So I was very excited about this. I got into the beta program, and it's pretty cool. Um, the X Cloud streaming platform. Oh, yeah. um, I've been playing it on my Android phone, and it's really cool. But I haven't. I have an iPad that's like three times the size right next to me and I'm playing on my phone 
and I keep looking at it like, oh man, I really <laughs> wish I could just do this right over here in this iPad. That and is... then you have a computer right next to that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't take my computer to bed. It, but on the go, I had to have stop. you tried it? I had to stop taking my computer to bed. Things got weird. <laughs> Right, just come in there with the whole desktop. Um, have you tried it on the go or anything like that? Is it pretty stable on like a mobile connection or anything like that? Um, or? I've tried it from my house on my Wi-Fi. Um, I tried it mm. both from my Xbox. So you have the ability to basically set up your private server on your own home console. Or you can opt yeah, in gotcha. to do the xCloud solution, which is from their servers. I've done it both ways. That's cool. And it feels like it's quicker on my in-house machine, but it's not it that be. noticeable. Yeah. Like like in terms yeah. of going to the xCloud platform, it seems to work pretty well. It does feel like there's a little bit of latency. And I did see experience a little bit of slowdown in Middle Earth when there was a thousand yeah, okay. works on screen. Yeah. That would, I mean, that would all make sense with like any but, kind of those streaming platforms and stuff. Uh, more The more data it has to send back because of all the flashing lights and stuff on the screen, the slower it might get, but that's cool. But I was impressed. I mean, like I went to load in and it basically popped me right into the game that I was playing on my, on my Xbox downstairs, you know, it popped me right in brief load screen and I was set. And with the new consoles, it'll probably be even more smoother, quicker, you know, everything. Er. I'm just really excited to hear that it could be coming to iOS. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't imagine that they're going to the in-store app based on what just happened with Epic, but who knows? I hope this all gets figured out. It's 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 really dumb on Apple's part. The Epic thing's different to me because, like, we talked about it. Like, Epic, I think, tried to pull some underhanded moves, like, oh, just play on our version, and then we'll be mm-hmm. we'll get you a cheaper cut because they didn't want to give Apple their cut. Apple deserves their cut because they made the platform available to everybody. But Apple saying like that each game has to get improved individually on the xCloud or whatever. Like that was the one holdup, right? Because like their argument was on uh, Netflix it runs on Apple and you don't make them improve each movie that they have on Netflix, yeah. right? It's foolish. It's so foolish. It's them just – Apple's never been like they, – they have the Apple Arcade right now, which is not that great. They have like a couple really cool games that have now ended up on like Nintendo Switch. We're having it up on Nintendo Switch, and they have some really great ideas about it. But do you know anybody paying for Apple Arcade? Heck no, no, I don't. Neither do I. And so they just need to kind of, I think that's not their, you know, they made their computers. Remember when Apple's like, you never bought an Apple PC for gaming, right? But once they could dual boot Windows, people started using them as gaming PCs mm-hmm. again. It, People just need to, they just need to be, like, this is not our realm. We make computers for certain functions, this and that. We let Windows take over the video game realm. Like, they they fought it, or they have to, or they just, they buy Nintendo. That would be my other thing. Buy no. Nintendo. And that would be the greatest collab of all. No. no. Don't do it. That's what nightmares are made out of. Or Nintendo buys Apple, and we they change it from Apple no. to Nintendo. Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure there's no way <laughs> Nintendo is buying Apple. That is definitely not going to happen. A guy can dream. A guy can no. dream. But this is cool. I, I would love to be able to do xCloud. What is, how much does xCloud cost a month? Um... I believe it's fifteen. It's part. Is it part of Game I Pass? It is. So if, if I just want to buy Game Pass and I don't want to buy Microsoft or anything, that's going to cost me how much? There's different versions because there's a Hold PC on. Game Pass and there's like yeah. an Ultimate Game Pass, which is like Here, anything. And I don't think X. I mean, X Cloud's still in beta, 
So I don't really know mm. if they're going to roll that in with Ultimate. I would imagine they do, but I don't think they've specifically said yet. Where's the cost? They bury it. They bury it. Oh, there we go. So there's the console version is 10 bucks a month. There's the PC version for 10 bucks a month. Um, and then the Ultimate version, which covers no matter what console you want to play on, is 15 bucks a month. And that includes gold. So that is $180 a year, which would be... Mm-hmm. Three video games. If you bought three AAA titles, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's a pretty good deal. Yeah. I mean, I've played a lot of stuff on it. I I well, enjoy it, and now that they're able to stream to a platform, it's nice. I gotta let you know about my other addiction that happened this week. My wife and I went on a date, and now I'm into <laughs> comic books again. Don't do it. Did you see Don't the picture? Did you see the a... thing I put up on our our in our Discord? Yeah, it looks like some comics were purchased. Yeah, so we were at a date, and we went to a local comic book shop in Tacoma just for local <laughs> business, and I'm going to start going there way more now. But uh, we got two comics. We got a Legend of Korra oh. comic, so there's a bunch of Avatar comics for my son, a graphic novel, and then a Sonic the Hedgehog graphic novel. And then I got two Ninja Turtle graphic novels. Cause, so I was reading online because there's this new great Ninja Turtle comic coming out at the end of the month called Ronin, and it's in the year 2040, and three of the Ninja Turtles are dead. One is left. Is it Raph? It's like a vengeance story, and the big thing is they haven't said which turtle. It's, left. it's definitely no. Raph. They haven't said. They haven't said. Or Leo, maybe. You know, you know, there's five. There's five turtles now. Yeah, there's girl, isn't there? Jenica. Yeah, she, she's so, she's teal or cyan. I think is her color. Yellow. Yellow. Oh, she's you're yellow. Thinking of the really bad. You're thinking of the really bad show. The old one. From 2002. <laughs> there was always a fifth one. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Uh, uh, this the graphic. What what makes a graphic novel? Like, is that just the same thing as a comic? No, book? a comic book is like a single issue, right? So it's like one mm-hmm. thing. A graphic novel is a couple of different issues in one book. Gotcha. So it's a collection of comics. It's a collection. Got it. Right. So I was reading about this, and then I was reading from the cr- original creators of Ninja Turtle. They said they started this comic book line with IDW in 2010 or 2011, and they're like, "This is the definitive storyline of the Ninja Turtles and where it's going." And so I, I bought this one, the, 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 it's series one of Ninja Turtles Reborn, and I don't want to do any spoilers, because you know I'm known for that. But there's an event that happens, and this is like yes. the after point of the event in the middle. And I was like, well, I am hooked in this. So I went and put in my Amazon cart all the first ten volumes, right? They're hardbound, and the hardbound volumes are better than the paperback volumes, because they're... Uh, there's more issues in the hardbound ones. You'd have to buy more. You end up paying five dollars more, harder. Or ten dollars more for the paper if you get four of the paperbacks and one of the hardbound, right? How many? Anyway, my wife. How many, my wife sends me a text like, uh, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Let's see how long it's going to take for her to notice this in our cart." How much do you right? think the ten books would have cost me? <laughs> Two hundred dollars. Hundred and twenty-two dollars for ten graphic novels, hardbound. I don't know. One hundred and twenty-two higher. 50 higher 450 dollars <laughs> dude that's that's an investment man how many crystals does that come uh, with 200 so <laughs> I, I i'm into it though and she's like i'm like well like i'm obvious you're not we're not buying them all at once but every few months i'm gonna be buying one of these so be prepared so in terms of your comic book collection Mm-hmm. Are you going to start, are you going to like get a wall and then like fill it with comic books? I'm just getting the Ninja Turtles. I also got the Ninja Turtles and Batman graphic novel. That was the other thing too. No, I just want to get this because I'm a Ninja Turtles freak and it's the definitive storyline and I want to fill out this. There's only two two comic series I want to own. This Ninja Turtles one, which is awesome. I read. I stayed up and I read the whole graphic novel the one night. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was um, 
is One Piece, the manga. That, there's a lot of One Piece, though. Like, it goes on forever. Uh, it's currently issue 992 is coming out nah. this week. Uh, so we're almost had, hit 1,000. That will cost me a pretty penny, I'm pretty sure, to, when it's finished. It's supposed to be done in the next five or six years. Are you just going to go for it? Or are you just going to make it happen? No, because I'm pretty sure I'd get murdered in my sleep by my Dude, significant other as much as I love her. She can't bring me a meat plate if I'm dead, you know, to say sorry. It's your birthday. Just go for it. I mean, it's your birthday. You got to do it. It's my birthday. Uh, Casey, it's six months past your birthday. It's my half birthday. Yeah. Okay? It's my half birthday. Yeah. Listen, I watched Alice in Wonderland. It's good. It just, I just want the Ninja Turtles and One Piece. Those are the only two. I, I, you know, my wife and I, my wife's a big book collector and I have clicks. We, and my, my dream is when we, I don't know how much, we'll probably stay in this house for another like eight years or so. And then when we get a new house, I want a whole library, like a wall to wall books where you just go in and there's stuff. Many, many leather bound just books. Books I love. Right. Yeah. But the Ninja Turtle one in one piece would definitely take up a couple shelves. Sure. There you go. So speaking of all those books, are you going to buy or sell any? Buy or sell our new segment. Dun 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 dun. Buy or sell. Sean, uh, you're gonna have Buy. to trade Hold Mark on. Sports Ball. Buy or sell. Buy or sell is our new segment. I'm gonna present topics to the group, and you're gonna say you would buy this idea, meaning you're into it, you could see it happening, or you sell, meaning you're passing. That's a hard no. First one is my wife gonna let me buy all these Ninja Turtle comics? Buy or sell. sell. No way. You will die. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I think it's a long-term investment. You're questioning. You're questioning whether you can do Game Pass for ten dollars a month <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, this is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you know how many Game Passes you could do for four hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> I could do four years. Two years, oh, at least two yeah. years worth. By ourselves, our first question is this, and this is the one I'm posing to you: Does Sony outsell Microsoft in holiday buys for their new consoles this uh, holidays? These holidays. Outsell. Ooh. Define out. The Sony. The Sony sell the more sells the most consoles. Sony has the better better holiday season than Microsoft this year. I think Sony's gonna sell uh, out. But are they gonna outsell Microsoft? Are you buying or selling that concept? Selling. I'm selling that. Selling. You're not think, saying it. I don't think so. I'm yeah, it. I'm, I'm with Sean. I don't think Sony's gonna outsell Microsoft. I think it'll be very hard to find a PS5. That's that's gonna be my bet. I think it's gonna be sold out everywhere. I don't think they're gonna outsell Microsoft. So, so the hype will probably be more, but yeah. the actual units sold. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think okay. I think Microsoft is gonna come ready to play and have units on the shelf. And they're like, I don't care what you buy, buy an X, buy an S, buy whatever, come get a console. People that just want something are gonna buy a Microsoft, perhaps. I think Sony will sell out. I think I could see them beating them because of their titles. In their games, that would yeah. be my thing. I also know we've been branded as a Sony hating podcast. <laughs> Have we? Uh, no, someone someone brought it up. Well, on is it is, is it, it, <laughs> is it is it not true? Is um, it not true? I mean, the last Sony the last Sony console I've had it was a PS2. So, yeah. which is over yeah. there? The last Sony Sony console I had was a Sony PSP. Good PS4. <laughs> But a PSP was great. Yeah, you're right. I, Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics, The Lion War. That was a lie. I do have a PS4. No, and like, it, I do love my Sony PlayStation 4. It is great. It is awesome. There are a lot yeah, of wonderful I, titles on it. They're good for single player experiences. They're, they're, their mm-hmm. titles are great. And so that was why I think the question there. And they have diehard fans like Matt. I think the one thing that Xbox kind of has against it as a frugal buyer uh, is that you can play all their games on PC and stuff. 
in the yeah. so what's the what's the incentive so much to upgrade? You can play all their games on your phone now too, Sean. <gasps> yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's no there's no exclusives. There no there's no exclusives for Microsoft right now. Uh, there is going to be exclusive, and it's called Bethesda. <laughs> and when the new Star Citizen or whatever they're but it'll out, be on PC too, you know. But that's going to be a minute. Like before, I mean, it's going to be a, at least a year before yeah. they get an exclusive title on Microsoft. Okay, at least. So, okay, you guys sold that idea. All right, our next one. So, Luna, that is Amazon's streaming video game service that is going to be coming soon, will be a major player in the video game world. What's the timeline? Mm, I give it a year and a half. Buying it. Maybe two. From its release. I'm all over it. 24 months. it It could be like a Stadia thing where they, like, they bail out of it, like, as soon as, like, it's not doing... It's there. It's not doing what they wanted it to do, and so it's not doing as well. I can see them bailing out. That's it's... interesting because my wife and I were talking about. Do you remember when they bought Whole Foods and they were talking about those Amazon grocery stores where you just walked in, grabbed food, and walked out? Yeah. There's no like, what happened to those? I know that, and they have the weird Amazon bookstores where you're supposed to be able to do the same thing. Yeah, they haven't expanded them very quickly. That said, the other day at work, I saw a, one of the little ro- the little delivery robots. They were testing them driving around in the parking lot. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> he's taking my job. <laughs> my buddy makes a, it's an engineer uh, for Amazon. He designs like the drones and those things. That's, That's really cool. So, no, I, I could see Luna taking off. I mean, I think it folds into Twitch. Twitch has a huge following. I don't know if it's yeah. going to be like a major player. Like, I don't think it's going to be Luna, Xbox, Sony, and Nintendo. Nintendo. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the potential is there if Amazon invests and supports enough the thing is amazon is so big and so spread out it's kind of like google what they ran into a stadia it's like even if they have the monetary resources just it takes more love than like just throwing mm-hmm. money at something you know like the reason why twitch blew up in the first place which isn't you know they obviously they don't make consoles or games um but the reason why it blew up was because you know it felt like community and you know that they actually listen to their users and stuff now it's you know super corporate and like the growth isn't there anymore but um so i think luna could potentially do really well but i at this point i would say sell i so here's my other thing too they had that remember that shooter that they were going to release that they're they canceled that this week right like that was Mm -hmm. in they had it in beta and then they've gone back on it and now they're, they're scrapping that project right they have the mmo coming I think they do want to get in the gaming sphere, but I also could see him pulling a Google. Like, Google has done horrible with Stadia. Like, if you remember last week, I was reading something <laughs> like, oh, we have a new Google Chromecast. Uh, I don't think you can play Stadia on it yet. We, the Stadia developers are like, nope, can't do that. <laughs> so, Stadia has been a mess. It has been yeah. a hot mess, and it's not something I would want to play. I think the Luna, because of Twitch, and people are like, well, Google had YouTube. Google was not using YouTube streaming or taking advantage of that with Stadia. If no. every Twitch streamer gets a Luna, like all the big ones, and play a lot of their major titles on the Luna, that will be a game changer. So I'm buying that Amazon, because the power of Amazon and Jeff Bezos' money, has, it has no, no bound. He is the Wizard of Oz. Um, he is the man behind the scene. I think the Luna, it will be, it, because of Twitch, will be a dominant force. I think that's the big X factor. So that's where I'm See, and where my mind goes, it's is eventually you're going to get to the point where the latency is so low on a remote server that it's not going to matter. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they're trying to they're trying yeah. to future proof themselves. 
if they're going to, I mean, they're not building in console. They're not sending out hardware. They're saying, here's a software-based solution. Buy the controller for, you know, a very small amount right. and take it to your house. Um, I can see it playing. 24 months seems pretty tight, though. We'll see. Hey, if lie. Genshin Impact can take over the world in two weeks, I can think the Luna can. Did because... it? How many of us here, have, only a third of us here have it on our phone? Uh, That's not taking over the yeah, world. Watch, next time we come back, Sean's going to be like, I had to move out of my apartment. I bought all my... <laughs> I just, I, everything's in crystals now. I'm investing in my new Bitcoin. <laughs> all right, our, our final buy-sell. I'm, confer- I'm converting my 401k to crystals. Okay, and I just found the podcast title name, 401k crystals. <laughs> um, my final question, my final topic for buy-or-sell. Because it's so fresh in everyone's mind, Hades will be voted Game of the Year by most major publications. Haters gonna hate. Everyone loves a roguelike. Haters, they're gonna hate. <laughs> um, Everyone loves a roguelike. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it's not AAA enough. Ooh, Supergiant would say, how dare you? I know. <laughs> well, Supergiant's not AAA. I don't even know what they would be, because they're not indie. They're like yeah. s- single A. They're, they're a legit studio. They're like Devolver. You know, like Devolver's like big people know who they are like they publish and develop things but they're not i wouldn't say they're a triple a dev it feels to me that the majority of publications are only going to continue to splinter like you look at all the major publications that are doing game of the year lists there is some crossover but it's getting there's fewer fewer games that cross over on those lists and i think it's only going to continue to fracture as we continue in this news cycle that we've been in recently. Like, you know what you like, you go down that There's path. definitely, a, to your point, Casey, of it being <clears throat> fresh in people's mm-hmm. minds. I feel like that does factor very heavily into Game of the Years, like, almost yeah, every year. I think it, in most, like, awards, see, like, Oscars, a lot of movies get in at the last minute because they're like, the, it's so fresh mm-hmm. and hot, right? Like, people forget, like, oh, last March this movie came out and it was great. Yeah. Um, like I, I'm a sucker for the Oscars. Hollywood like weird, but I, I love. My like movies. earlier, I would argue for Animal Crossing, even though I never even played it. It was just so big for a month or two, and it was right yeah, it was when cool. it was the time, the timing big. on it, like when it it came out right yeah. at the start of COVID, and everyone was stuck at home, and everyone was playing and talking about their damn Animal Crossing villages. You mean the best part of COVID when everyone was making banana bread, watching Tiger King, and playing yeah, Animal and Crossing? catching spiders yes, uh, and whatever it was else before all you know everything yeah. caught on fire. Yeah, we yeah. didn't know how good we had it back <laughs> in those days. No, we didn't. Back when we thought it would be like a month or whatever. Of I think fourteen days. I think it's worth <laughs> mentioning that this game was in pre was in beta for a long time. Like this launched uh, with Epic, right? And then it went one and now it's still gobbling up headlines. I think there's a very good chance that we see this all over Game of the Year publications. So you buy in? I'm gonna say yeah. I, I think we're gonna see it on a handful of Game of the Year publications. I don't know if it's gonna be in the top spot on a lot of those, but I think it's definitely on a ton of lists for okay. sure. I'm I'm selling. I'm Team Animal Crossing. <laughs> I am also Team Alan Crossing, but I also think people have to remember Final Fantasy VII was really big too. I think that's a game. Part that one. I think about. if you can, you even say it was a full game of the year. Yes, because of what it did to it. That was a phenomenon too. My brother-in-law knows nothing about Final Fantasy VII. He goes, "I'm thinking about buying a PlayStation for that Final Fantasy game." I was like, "What? <laughs> what? Who are you? What are you doing?" So that's fair. Um, no, those are. I mean, there's some really good contenders for sure. I just don't 
think Hades will be most major for sure. Yeah. All right. You have ten. You have ten games. I think. I mean, if you run through twenty games right now, we could definitely fill up a top ten list pretty quickly. I for would sure. imagine. For sure. Well, that is buy or sell, and I think that was a great segment, guys. If I must say so myself, I think that was. <laughs> Let nice us and know. Hey, nice and tight. I love it. That's right. Buy or sell, <laughs> all three. All right. Grab your all crystals. Right. Stonk, stonk, stonks. Thank <laughs> you for joining us this evening on the Underpowered Podcast. Appreciate you being here with us tonight. All right. If you want more Underpowered, check us out on Twitter at Underpowered Pod, on Instagram at Under.Powered, or you can check out our website, just new released, the Underpoweredmedia.com. It's not underpoweredmedia.com. Yeah. Or shoot us an email at emails at underpoweredmedia.com. Also, check us out on the Discord. We chat and we talk and we talk in games. And the link to the Discord is in the chat below. Please feel free to join that. Please feel free to join. Please feel free to join. We out. Play a game.